Welcome to the Christian Car Guy radio show, the talk show dedicated to helping Christians buy and sell cars by the book, not the blue book, not the orange book, but by God's book, the Bible. Call the Christian Car Guy with your questions, 1-866-34-TRUTH. That's 1-866-348-7884. What does being a Christian have to do with buying a car? You're about to find out. Here's your host, Robbie Dillmore. Beware of the BMW bully. If, <laughs> if it can happen in the NFL, it can happen in your rearview mirror. The guy behind you is honking and he's tailgating and he's swerving back and forth. So what does a Christian do? How can you be a grace car driver in this particular situation? That's the question on the Christian Car Guy show. We need to hear from you this morning because you guys have so many more answers than I do. 866-348-7884 is the number to call in and join us with your BMW bully story. 866-348-7884. And here is to help us out this morning. I'm so excited. I first should say that we are live this morning from Park Springs, North Carolina, at the Dangerous Heart Boot Camp. Part of this phenomenal ministry the Masculine Journey Radio Show does of going after men's hearts. And we and I've had a chance to speak already with the men this morning, so we're so excited to have this opportunity now to bring in one member of that team. We have Sheila Kuhn with us, who's with the Good Heart Women's Ministry as well. Welcome, Sheila. Good morning, Robbie. We got this we got this bullying thing. And our other guest this morning, I'm so excited. She got up very early this morning because she's in California. We have Susan Boyd, and she's the author of the book, Bullies, How to Handle Them Without Becoming One. And uh, Susan, welcome. It's so great to have you here. Thank you. Good morning. Susan, can you hear me? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, there's... I do. There's probably a bit of a delay because, you know, it's only like 3,000 miles between us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can always lose my phone. Let me know if it is. I'm on a cell phone. But good morning. I'm so honored to be on your show. It's a great subject. It is a great subject. And, of course, the NFL has brought it to highlight. You know, it's all the, the rage right now. Everybody's talking about this bullying subject. But as the Christian yeah. car guy, I, I have to look at this from how many of us and are dealing occasionally with that car behind you, we're calling it the BMW bully, but it might be a Bentley bully or it might be a Buick bully. But undoubtedly, they're trying to bully you back there. They're flashing their lights. They're honking their horns. They're trying to intimidate you or your family. You're, you've got your wife and kids in this car. It's scaring you. What do you do? We want you to call in this morning with your story and share. we got Susan here to help us. She's not only here to help us, by the way, with your BMW bully story. But maybe you got a boss that's bullying you. Maybe one of your kids at school is dealing with a bully. We got Susan. We've got Sheila. These are both people that deal in this field. And so when we got people like this, man, let's let's with many counselors plan succeed. So Proverbs tells us, let's call them 866-348-7884. And then also this morning, coming up in our appraisal by the Real Black Book at the end of the show, that's where we search the Bible for hidden treasure, cry out for discernment, lift up our voice for understanding. Honkers. Honking is a form of communication. Ask any goose. <laughs> Ask any goose you happen to see. They honk. If you listen to them in the morning, I'm telling you, it's a form of communication. So what can we learn from these honkers? 
what can we learn from the honker behind you? But maybe there's a honker in front of you that you hadn't been listening to. I don't know. God certainly has me. He's really, I'm serious. He's had me on the honker lesson plan all week long. And I'm going to share that one coming up at the end of the show in our appraisal by the Real Black Book. Hi, I'm Robbie Delmore, the Christian Car Guy. The Christian Car Guy Show, we hope, is changing the way Americans look at their cars. They need to be paid for, no debt. Watching people go into the slavery of debt to buy cars for years and years is what broke my heart, and I believe why God called me to do this radio show. And a big part of that is not to need a new car every three or four years. They need tender, loving care, and they you got to give them a name, like Old Red. My 1995 Dodge Dakota sitting not 10 feet from me right this minute. <laughs> you see those old tractors? They're out in the elements still running since the 1940s. Why do you think? Well, truth is, if you maintain a car, it lasts as long as you do. And they need to be safe and driven safely. We always say, wear your seatbelt and don't speed. If you are truly following Jesus, in other words, he's in the car ahead of you, you don't need to be blown by him. It just wouldn't be. <laughs> it's estimated Americans waste 96 million. I say that every week. I'm going to say it again. 96 million gallons of gas a week is wasted on speeding. So we don't necessarily have a gas shortage in this country. We have a sin overage. And so we can all do our part by doing the speed limit. But this morning, this is a live show. We'd love to hear your call. 866-348-7884 to tell us what is your bullying situation. What do you struggle with? Again, we have Susan Boyd, the author of the book on bullies. And we also have Sheila Kuhn with Good Heart Women's Ministry. And it's going to be an amazing show. So the best part is you guys. So call us, 866-348-7884. We have Jim in Greensboro, North Carolina. Jim, you're on a Christian Car Guy show. Good morning. Thank you so much. Uh, how are you guys doing? doing I'm doing great. good. You've you got. If you got an answer for us, Jim. Yeah, I got a suggestion. Um, whenever someone is bullying you and you're driving the speed limit, just just move out of the way and let them get by, and perhaps uh, down the road, cop again. You know, I love that, Jim. I, I love your heart. That's just grace. You know, they might be having a bad day. Who knows? They may need to get to the hospital. Who knows what's going on in their life right this minute? And so right. you're giving them grace, right, Jim? You're, and and as my mother would tell me, pray for them too, right? Because yeah. yeah, they absolutely. might be really going through something. That is right. a great, great. What What would you say, Susan? Well, I like what Jim's saying because kindness is contagious, you know, and so what he's just done is spread the kindness instead of spreading the rage on the road. Wow. And that now, I do have a story. You do have what? I do have a story. I'm sorry to cut in on Sheila. Uh, one no, day okay. I was on Chapman Street, and there was someone who came out of nowhere, and he was driving a, a big truck. And for some reason, he got out of the truck and started looking at me, and he was, he was enraged. And I didn't know what was going on. And so I just ignored him. And so he got back in the truck and he, he drove off. But what's now, there you go, Jim, Susan. Is, is what you did, Jim, was you didn't engage him in that conflict. You know, you, you just didn't engage him. And so you went on with your day, he went on with his. And when we don't escalate things on the road, it helps many times. Mm -hmm. I think it was a good move. 
I think there's a proverb along those lines, Susan. A, a kind word turns away wrath, something like that. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's and I amazing, and I, I, yeah, I commend you, Jim, because honestly, I have this engagement. <laughs> And it wasn't long. I'm going to tell my own story, and you all could just say, shame, shame on a Christian car guy, right? But here I am. I'm, 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 You're being honest. I'm driving along, and I'm driving a speed limit, and this man comes up behind me flashing his lights and whatever, and he rolls down his window. So the Christian car guy rolls down his window. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> and what does the Christian car guy say? <laughs> This guy, he starts off, he was calling me a lot of different names that were very colorful. And I said, I have no idea what I did to you, but I have every right to drive on, you know, and so off we went. And the light turned green, thank goodness. And Jesus was on my side because the man drove away. And I sat there going, what if he'd had a gun, stupid? And you'd be dead right now. Because why, why, you know, and I wasn't, I wasn't a Jim, Jim. I was, I was a Robbie. This, it was one of those scenes. So, Susan, you were saying I didn't do the right thing. <laughs> no. no. But, I mean, you didn't. The thing is, Robbie, you didn't engage him. I mean, you, you did engage him, but you really did not uh, try to incite him. You told me you didn't know what you did, right? Hey, I don't know what, yeah. what you're mad about, you know. So, you didn't know what you did. So, now, it is better not well, we're gonna, to we, engage people. But still, so, you could have been yelling right back at him, and you didn't. And so you got to give yourself a little credit there. Well, we're going to give you a little yelling involved, Susan. Better not to roll down your window, but, yeah. Okay, now, I feel on the... You to smile at him, too. Can you hear me? I know, Jim. We're going to let you go. Yeah, I hear you. I got another story. Now, there was a situation where I did get in a situation where there was engagement. And there was uh, some discussion and so forth and so on in the car now, in the car. And uh, finger exchanging and all that. <laughs> and so that's something that should not have happened. But that was years ago. Mm-hmm. I think what Susan's saying, it's really hard for one person to have a fight. Yeah. Right. It takes, yeah, my mother told me that, right. Sheila. There's no doubt. We, we got to go to a break. Like you can that. tell that this conversation is engaging and so we need you to engage by calling 866-348-7884 what do you do about that bully behind you we need to hear from you thank you so much for calling in jim we got so much more coming at you stay tuned Oh, that sounds awesome. <laughs> Susan, I found that music some years ago on the subject. I, I, I use it because it just it speaks volumes. It's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> about the situation. In case you didn't wonder, we're talking today because the NFL's talking about it. How about car bullying? How do you handle bullies? 
888-727-7884. We want to hear from you. As always, you guys make this so much more fun when you join this conversation. Again, 866-348-7884. As always, you can find out all about the Christian Car Guy at christiancarguy.com. There we have the Jesus Labor Love Banner, talking about free car repair labor for single moms and widows across the country. Now, it's labor only, not the parts, and people have to fill out forms, and they have to qualify for that. But every week we see that ministry meeting the needs of single moms, widows, families, and crises. And, and maybe you want to be a, one of our prayer team on that. What a cool thing to see these needs come across and pray for them, because when you get to see God come through for folks, that's a great thing. There's also a, a when you click on the Jesus Labor Love banner there at Christian Car Guy, you can um, fill out a volunteer form and say, I want to be on the prayer team, or maybe you want to call in repair centers or anything like that. The Jesus Labor Love is one of the real joys of this ministry for me. And also, we have a new feature, Wisdom of the Wounded. Karen Mulder, we had her on last week, and she has this phenomenal caregiving wisdom. Now, you may have heard her during the break. She comes on twice during the show to share what happens in a funeral line. What do you talk? You know, you got a friend who lost a child, and what do you say? You know, what? how do you deal with horrific loss? Or maybe you're dealing with somebody in a nursing home. Caregiving wisdom, wisdom of the wounded. It's a phenomenal ministry. That banner is also there at ChristianCarGuy.com. And today, if you go there today, the great news is the book on bullying is there. You can click right on that, and you can order your own book on bully. Bullying by Susan Boyd, our guest today. She's calling in from California. We also have Sheila Kuhn with us. She is with the Good Heart Women's Ministry because we are live today from Park Springs, North Carolina, and twice a year. I got to tell you, nothing is much more fun than coming out here with our band of brothers, and we get to we get to join with a bunch of men, hopefully, hopefully going after their masculine hearts, finding out ways that Jesus can really give them the abundant life. And one of the ways that we can have that abundant life, obviously, is dealing with people that are trying to intimidate us. In some cases, they may be behind you with their lights flashing and they're swerving and their stuff, stuff like that. Now, sometimes you get involved in a situation where you've got to follow somebody somewhere. I don't know if you've been there. And the person that you're supposed to follow is driving in a way that you wouldn't drive, which puts you in an awkward position. But now what happens if you get caught in Road rage between one of the people that you're following or whatever, we just happen to have <laughs> a little example of that that Sheila wants to share. Yes. Um, <clears throat> what I told Robbie is that um, the warfare of road rage uh, is contagious, just like Susan, you had said that the making peace is contagious. So um, I will not uh, point fingers at my husband, but um, he he engaged he engaged another driver who was participating in some road rage, and so in essence, because you're doing 80 on an interstate. Uh, you can't do it vocally, so you do it with your vehicle, which is a pretty heavy and quite dangerous weapon. And what he was not aware of until after the event was all over is that by giving into that impulse, he actually almost killed me. Um, uh, not he personally, but the reaction to that event caused a lot of reactions behind those vehicles. 
and I happened to be part of of that um, group of cars that had to deal with what was unfolding in front of us. So, you know, you get caught up in the moment sometimes, and what you don't think about is what's going on in your rearview mirror because you're just looking at your enemy on the interstate. Wow. Susan, we need wisdom. (laughs) (laughs) That's a very good point, and I appreciate your vulnerability in being able to share something like that because I think most people listening have been in that situation. Um, Here's what I would say about that. One, you're so right. When someone gets too focused on what the wrong that they think is being done to them, they forget to have a, a, a wider, longer range focus. They don't see everyone else they're affecting because they are so affected by someone that cut them off or did something to them or perceived injustice to them. And one thing a person can do is take a deep breath and say, wait a minute, I don't know the circumstances. Uh, I, I have a lot of control here. I, I'm still in my car. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just back off here, take a breath. Uh, turn on the radio, listen to music, listen to your talk show, listen to your show, Robbie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, turn on the Christian car guy. <laughs> yeah, but no kidding. Sometimes get, it's such a tunnel vision. When people get angry, physiologically so much happens to them. And so they, they zero in. Things become very narrow. So you have to back that off and get your senses mm. to kind of look around a little further, like, like you had mentioned, uh, behind you, what's happening, how it affected you. But so that's one thing people can do is when they get angry, say, I got to take a breath, turn on the radio. You know, this person will never be my life again. You know, start talking yourself down. They're never going to be, you know, I don't know the situation. That, you know, I got to look around. Let me let me see who's in the backseat. Let me, let me just relax for a minute and take a broader picture and distract yourself with some music or talk show. Mm-hmm. Because the tunnel vision is where, at that point, that's when the rage kicks in and they hit that accelerator and they're gonna, you know, try to make this right. And that and that's the biggest wrong is trying to make it right. But they just don't they're just not thinking right then. So it's real helpful. Take a breath, look around. That that can actually calm yourself down. All right. What's your story out there? We have Susan with us today. We would love to know what you're struggling with. Uh, while we have these resources, uh, we would love to help you out. That's what we're here for. Eight six six the number to call is 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. Now, on the whole subject of bullying, uh, Susan, uh, I was thinking that uh, Sheila and I share the same pastor, whose name is Chris Jones at City Church in Winston-Salem, is an amazingly gifted speaker. And, and he talked about that we often are put into situations where we are either faced with fight or flight. Those are the two apparent options that we would face. But he said when Jesus was in those situations, you notice that he always went with option number three, that there was a a third option. But in order to discover the third option, that's hiding behind door number three because Jesus is back there, and you got to go there to find it. You're not going to find that in yourself. You're not going to find it in fight. You're not going to find it in flight. You can only find that in, in spending time with God. And, 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 and so it's kind of like that one thing, but you got to figure it out through Jesus. So, wow, we got Tammy in Winston-Salem. I hate to cut you off, Susan. we got Tammy in Winston-Salem. we got her coming back. 
which we're going to be back in a minute to talk about this bullying. And we need your call, 866-348-7884. We got half a Christian Car Guys show still coming at you. Stay tuned. You're feeling the pressure of that bully. He's behind you. He's flashing the lights. He's swerving back and forth. What's a grace car driver to do? 866-348-7884 is the number to call in. As always, if you didn't get a chance to hear all the show today, you can go to ChristianCarGuy.com and download the podcast. It's absolutely free. We would love for you to take any show that's there. We have all sorts of interesting topics we cover through the years as well as many, many, many articles on all sorts of different situations. It's ChristianCarGuy.com. Today we have Susan Boyd with us. She's the author of the book, Bullying, How Do You Handle That Without Becoming One? And we have Sheila Kuhn with Good Heart Women's Ministry here in beautiful Park Springs, North Carolina, where we are with the Dangerous Heart Ministry today, doing the Masculine Journey Boot Camp. So much fun. We have Tammy. In Winston-Salem, who's calling in? And I happen to know a Tammy in Winston-Salem. I'm wondering if this is my wife. Hello, Tammy. Good morning. Good morning, Susan and Sheila. Good I am Tammy. Robbie's wife, so <laughs> he knows way too much about what's going on. I am being bullied at work and have been for many months now and just getting to be about more than I can deal with. That's an awful thing to go through. So, Susan, what if this lady just seems to intimidate Tammy? She talks down to her. She's condescending. She's finding fault with everything that she does and seems to get a kick out of telling her off. Okay. Okay. Uh, I don't want to get you in trouble, so I don't know how much you can say. Is it someone on the same level as you as far as an associate or more someone in a supervisorial position? Oh, supervisor. Okay, okay. Um, there's a few things you can do. Uh, it, you know, you can't guarantee it's going to help, but it can. It has the potential to. One is when she says something, it, especially if it's insulting, is repeat it back to her. This is something you can get away with that without necessarily getting in trouble with the supervisor, and it helps them realize what they're saying. In other words, they, they say something to you that's insulting. Okay, let me see if I heard you right, June. Did you say this to me? Let me, this is what, I want to make sure I'm hearing you correctly. You repeat it back. Some people are in such a habit of saying cruel things to people. I think they can get away with it, and they think people, you know, won't, won't uh, confront them with it. And in that right. way, they have to repeat back. But, you know, yes, that's what I said. That's one thing you can do. There's several things you can do. It depends on the situation. That's one. Another is, uh, asking her what she thinks is going on, you know, that, and make her be very specific. If she, if she criticizes what you're doing, your work, or she says things in general terms like, well, you don't care, you never do a good job, or something like this, at that point, you confront her with, I actually do care very much about my work. So could you be a little more specific and tell me exactly what it is that you, uh, that, you're disapproving of or that you would like to see me improve on. We'll be very, very specific. Now she has to stop with the character assassination and get down to your work. Keeping people specific and honest at least lets them know 
You're going to confront it. You're going to try to problem solve. You're not taking her on, but you're but you're going to continue to not let go. And yet you're not engaging by by uh, escalating it, but you're making her be specific and repeat repeat back things when she's abusive, because she'll have to say it out loud again and realize what she's saying. Right. So those are a couple of things. The other thing is, if you have an HR person there, you may need to go talk to them. Because if this is a corporate kind of thing, uh, that makes it a hostile work environment. If someone's being really abusive and they get away with it, that anymore, you know, that's um, that's something that's not tolerated. So, but people get away with it all the time, all the time. I see it in my office. It's just heartbreaking. It can make your life miserable. So you need to find someone you can talk to about this that is an authority that can help you. Is there anybody at all? Well, the only there's only one other person, which is the, there's it's a small company, so it's the owner of the company, and oh. I did try to talk to her last week, and she just did nothing. But you know, that's just I have to listen to this person, and you know, whatever she says, she works hard, blah blah blah. I'm like, I know she works hard. You know, I'm not saying she doesn't, but I don't like to be treated with such disrespect every single day and it's always when no one's around where she really gets in my face or there's times when there are people around that she'll say negative things about me okay so there's really no well, one that that you can talk to about that mm-mm. yeah no yeah. as much as you can um show show kindness back to her but not weakness that is real important. Christ did that. Um, he's the best example I can think of in in, in, it, in life. With the Pharisees, he never showed weakness. He never backed down. But he never bullied. That's why I wrote the book, the book on bullies, how to handle them without becoming one of them, because I didn't see any Christian books on that. I really right. think that he's a great example of that. You look at how he handled the Pharisees, he was very specific. He didn't let them trick him, and he didn't back down. So being kind, but still confronting is real important, and I just, I'll be praying for you, Tammy, and just continue to return anger and viciousness and kindness, but confront. He didn't let them trap him. He confronted him with what they did. He talked about the behavior. Don't let her do character assassination. Stay with behavior. That, you know, wow. that's something Thank everybody you. can see right in right. front of people around you. Make her be specific. So you and I, I am being very, very kind to her, which is not always the easy thing for me because yeah. Yeah. she's pushing my buttons. But just like the other day, she said, you know, this is just my yeah, job. Give me an example. Give me friends. an example. Say that again. She said what? She said, this is my job. I'm not here to have friends. And I said, well, you know, I am here to be friends with everybody. I'm a kind person. We have to be friends to work together. And she goes, oh, I know you want to be friends with everybody because they tell me everything you say about me. And I said, no, they don't, because there is no one at work that even has a clue of anything I think about her, other than there are people at work that always say to me, I can't believe how she treats you. I can't believe how she says this to you. But I never comment to anyone. I'm sure they know it by, 
you know, what goes because on at work, but not from me. Right. They see it. Okay, that's a perfect example. And, I, see, I think you're showing a godly example to her. You really are. Now, let me help you with it because I, th- I think it's great what you said. Here's one more thing to say when she does it again, which she will, is I actually have not – repeat what you said to her before. I have never talked about you to anyone else. Could you now tell me something specific? If you have a concern, I'd like to hear because – I would never talk to you about you to someone else. If they've seen something in public that you've done, that's, that's between you and them. But could you tell me something specific you've heard? Because right. I would like the answer to that. Now, she has heard nothing, so it's all a lie. When she says, well, I can't remember, okay. Well, if you can think of something, please let me know. Otherwise, I'd like you not to say things like that because, it, you know, I, I know for a fact I've not spoken to people about you but if you write something you let me know so see you've you've still shown her who you are continually specific almost like a funnel it gets real narrow you've got to get down to the bottom you've got to get down to where it's real narrow and keep it narrow she's the type that wants to keep things real general don't let her get away with it Tammy that you'll feel at least empowered even if she doesn't change you'll feel empowered by saying could you tell me what we're talking about yeah, thank you for for I your input on that one, Tammy. God bless you. I, you know, I'm praying for you. You have to. You have to hear about it all the time. <laughs> and I love yeah, you. I, and it's all it's all coming together because Jesus <laughs> he's working it out. We don't know, but thanks right, for calling. Thanks. In. I love Bye. you. Bye. Bye. Praying for love you. you. Bye. All right. We got Al has been driving through North Carolina. Hopefully he's still with us. He's been hanging on forever. Al, you are on the Christian Car Guy show. He didn't make it. We appreciate him calling in. He'll call back. We got Mark in Louisville. Mark, you're on the Christian Car Guy show. He too got gone. But that happens. So you can call us back. 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH. This is your chance to have a, a good discussion with an expert on Bullying. Well, as you're listening to all that, Sheila, you've got a lot of stuff, uh, experience in these areas, I'm sure. And would you have some wisdom? Um, I think that uh, with with the bullies, it's it is very helpful to be very specific. But uh, the other the other thing that I think I hear Susan saying is that um, as much as they try to take it to an emotional level and actually um, make you feel like they're attacking you as a person, uh, the more that you can do to remove that emotion from it and try to deal in the fact and not the feeling, I think the more successful you can be. There you go. I agree. I agree with that. That's excellent. Good and this, this is a great transition. It really is. Into my appraisal by the Real Black Book, where we search the Bible for hidden treasure, and feel free to chime in here with anything, Susan or Sheila, where we search the Bible for hidden treasure, cry out for discernment, lift up our voice for understanding. Now, this whole idea of honking, okay, I have to say that I've found this example of honking. Now, these aren't cars honking, but this is a different kind of honking communication. And, and Johnny, are you ready to, to, to share the honking? Now, now when, you, when you hear this honking, <laughs> this is not New York City, okay? This is, this is the geese. Now, there's, there's a lot to be learned about 
bullying and a lot to be learned about life in general from this honking. And I, and I know you're thinking, Robbie, you have lost your mind. Well, God put me in a honking. <laughs> was Robbie, that a I got some, jam, I, Robbie? Was that a traffic jam? Yeah, it was horrible. <laughs> but I honestly was sitting in a tree stand, and I was listening very carefully, hopefully for a deer that never came, because God had in mind that I would hear these geese. And as I was listening to the geese, I noticed that there was a head honker, and they were subordinate honkers. <laughs> so the head honkers going off, honk, honk, honk. And then all these other little honkers, they're honking back. Honk, 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 honk. And you just heard that in that sound bite. You heard the head honker, which he's the guy at the lead in the pack. you got all these little honkers. And, and it, you would think that this would be a little bit annoying if you were the head honker. But you know what? As the little honkers, as the subordinate honkers lay off, there's no more honking, and, and all of a sudden they start falling off, and you start losing your geese. But when they are doing what they ought to be doing, that head honker knows how far everybody in the formation is away from him. He knows that they're with him, and they're actually encouraging him that he has got a big task on his hands because you hear all that honking going on. i got a bunch of people I'm responsible for here. Now, when you're driving, you may hear this honking. And and, and and maybe the next time you're going to think about Robbie's goose. <laughs> but these people are trying to communicate with you. They're trying to tell you something. The, you, we, we once did an accessory contest on the Christian Car Guys show, and the, the winner, because I wanted to come up with a Christian uh, accessory that was the, the most creative, and the winner came up with a rebuke yourself horn. <laughs> so when you pushed it, it said, you know, return a kind word with wrath and all that, you know, it just had a proverb, you know, judge not. <laughs> but actually, when you think about it, when that person is honking, it may be, well be that you're in the left lane and you don't belong in the yeah. left lane. It may and be you know, that you're not seeing that the light point. just turned green. Mm -hmm. And you know what? That's something we can do. Is if we cut somebody off and they drive up next to us, usually they'll give you a dirty look, they'll stop to give you, you know, slow down next to you. It's, I think it's great to say, I'm sorry, to kind of mouth that, I'm sorry, or I'm so sorry. And people can read that real easily. It just happened to me the other day. A gal came uh, real quickly. She didn't mean to. She knew I was there in the parking lot. She came zooming around in front of me. I threw on my brakes. I wasn't going very fast. But I said, whoa. You know, I mean, it just kind of like shocked me. She was there, and she mouthed to me, oh, I'm sorry. And instantly within me, I wasn't even mad at the fact. It was more like, whoa. But instantly I felt bad for her. I thought she must be in a hurry, you know. So I think if we do cut someone off as they go by, if we say, I'm sorry, that de-escalates for that person for the day. They don't, realize, they don't think we're doing it on purpose. And it doesn't hurt to show that kind of kindness, too. You know, I thought that was very good of her to just say that. Oh, it's huge. And I, I've actually done that myself when I know I did something boneheaded, and I'm like, wow, I just did that. How hard is it to, to mouth your sorry or really show a sense of, you know, because sometimes they come around you, and you know you just blew it. Well, you just blew it. But the thing of it is is that this constant communication becomes way more important than I ever dreamed. And, wow. and I'm going to be a little bit vulnerable here. As I told you, we're at the Park Springs uh, camp here, and this is a wonderful ministry. I've seen all these wonderful men get this freedom. But within the leadership, the honking had stopped. 
They were no longer had that constant honking back and forth at one another. And what that led to, I think we're going to talk about when I come back, because we still got more honking to come at you. On the Christian Car Guy Show, you'll never hear honking this way. 866-34-TRUTH, we need to hear from you. Maybe you can mount up on wings like geese. I'm just saying. <laughs> You're listening to the Christian Car Guys show this morning. We are talking about what do you do about that bully in the rearview mirror? He's working on you, and he might be honking. He might be flashing your, his lights. Uh, we are so blessed to have Susan Boyd here with us this morning and Sheila Kuhn from the Good Heart Women's Ministry as we're here in Park Springs, North Carolina at the Dangerous Heart Boot Camp talking about this subject, but we are actually in our appraisal by the Real Black Book where we begin to see if we can learn something about God through this. And uh, I, I want to play the soundbite of the geese one more time, but this time I, before you play it, I want to explain. Listen for the head honker and the subordinate honkers. Be careful because you can hear it. Head honker, subordinate honkers. Go ahead, Johnny. Say so he didn't know he was going to have to play it twice, so I, I threw that curveball oh. at him. And he, but anyway, if he gets it, we'll play it again. If he doesn't get it, we're all good. But see, you got these geese. They're honking. You got the head honker and the subordinate honkers. The real issue is are we honking at God? Are you staying in that constant communication? I'm right here. Now, a lot of mornings, I got a good quiet time going on. I'm feeling I'm, I'm on my way to work and I'm honking to God and he's honking back at me. And I fall off and get focused on something else. Next thing I know, I'm honking off in the wrong direction, and I haven't honked. And all of a sudden, fortunately for me, I had worked for a Christian radio station. So when I get in my car, it's a, and I, all of a sudden I hear somebody talk about Jesus, and I went, oh, wow, I hung up the phone about two hours ago, and I hadn't picked it back up again. And so that constant communication, Sheila, I know that's a big part of your life. Well, it is, and I, and I know you're you're leaning toward the geese example, but um, we had a wonderful example of that in, in Colorado, the, up in the high mountain ranges where uh, you don't normally get to go. Flocks of sheep will will graze, and um, there's always the one that has the bell on, and um, it's really interesting. He's got a bell, but his voice is different, and then he will bleed, and his bell will ring, and then. The other sheep, you can just see them. They'll just come over the hills. They might not even be in sight, but they hear that, that voice or that bleed, and then they, they they come and they become one as they're moving to a different place. It's, it's, it's a beautiful example of how to stay in communication with the one who's leading you where you need to go. Yeah, he's calling, but are we hearing the honking? Mm-hmm. So, and I love, that's what I love about your book, Susan, is it takes us back there as a, as a real solution to the bullying problem mm-hmm. is is to turn, turn to our leader, right, Susan? Yeah. Yeah, he's a wonderful example of love and and yet also uh, of not allowing, that he stepped in and didn't allow others to bully. You know, he, he stepped in. And he, and yet he showed love, he showed forgiveness, and yet he stood firm. And that's a leader. And he is our leader. And so if there's someone there right now, maybe their child is in middle school mm. or in high school, 
and and you know they're big on bullying right now but the little bullying is what really hurts somebody's self-esteem as the girls harp on each other and i you know it's 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 a scary thing or somebody doesn't pick somebody up to go to a football game and the next thing you know that one becomes an outcast what 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 might you suggest well, I think, first of all, is, again, we talked about kindness being contagious, is um, if, if, you're, if, if your child is the one that's leaving people out, notice that and talk to them about it. Again, look at, look at Scripture, what Christ did, how he included, how inclusive he was, even to the taxpayers, to the, to the sinners, you know, it says in Scripture, people, the other people left out, he included. I mean, going back to Scripture and helping children to realize you know, look, honey, I know, you know, Ginny might not be your best friend, but just think how good she's going to feel if you if you invite her. She said she'd like to go with you, you and the other girls. Think how Jesus didn't leave anyone out. He found Zacchaeus up in that tree when no one would everything to do with him. He said, hey, let him come on down. I'm coming to dinner with you. And it made a difference in his life. Help kids to know they can make a difference in someone's life. And Christ made a difference. There you go, showing kindness when it's not necessarily deserved. That's called grace. I'm pretty sure that's how that works. <laughs> that's so awesome. Well, I think it gets back to being a grace car driver, and I and that's and that's so much of what we face here on the Christian Car Guy show. So thank you for being with us, Susan. God bless you again. Her book is at ChristianCarGuy.com: How to Handle a Bully Without Becoming One. And of course, you can find out more about Masculine Journey at the Masculine Journey Radio Show.